Hello, everybody. We got a special episode today. So, can I get a oh yeah from everybody, please? Oh, oh no. yeah! Oh my god! <laughs> no, I will not participate. Welcome back in to Beyond the Borderline with your hosts Connor, Kim, Phil, and Ryan. <laughs> I was not keen to participate in that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so we have a special episode, as Connor alluded to again. Last time it was a special episode because we were taking a fan request topic. This time it's a special episode because we have our very first guest coming on the podcast. Uh, so everyone give a, give a warm, well, you can't give a round of applause, but welcome to the show, Nate Thorman, our good friend from high school, my former roommate in university, all around uh, bang up dude. And uh, yeah, he's joining us today for a little conversation because uh, why not? So Nate, say hello, if you would. Hello, everybody. Thanks for the introduction. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Appreciate that, guys. It's nice to be on the borderline or welcomed to the borderline. Oh, oh, buddy, well, we're well, beyond we, the borderline. Yeah, we go beyond the borderline. <laughs> oh, believe me, I know that. You guys are far too intelligent for me. I'll, I'll say that once and, <laughs> once and for all. You guys are, I'm, I'm very, very much enjoying the podcast and uh, Thanks, some of the man. words I've actually had to Google because of you guys. So, uh, <laughs> so I, I appreciate guys, you guys. Today's episode is just Nate boosting us all episode. Just yeah, so yeah. That's why he's here, quick, Nate. <laughs> yeah. Quick disclaimer, I'm here Paid because actor. I enjoy the podcast, <laughs> not because I'm an intelligent brain like these four gentlemen in front of me. <laughs> That's not true. Uh, he's humble. He's humble. So, um, yeah, <laughs> anyway, right well, now. thanks for the kind words, man. But uh, so what we're going to talk about today, um, this kind of came up through our discussions last episode on, on psychedelics and kind of their impact, potential impact on mental health. But um, so I guess it kind of connects to the mental health, but basically today we want to talk about mindset. Um, so just, you know, um, various ways to look at the world and to live your life and maybe what's a better way and, and what's a worse way and, and what works for us. And um, you know, this is going to be a very subjective episode and, um, just talking about, yeah, I don't know, maybe how you should live life and different ways of viewing the world and stuff. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'll start off just by saying like, it's, th this kind of gets, um, it's very like real, you know, especially over the last two years or so when there's just been so much like hopelessness in the world with COVID and with all the shutdowns and stuff. And it, it's really hard to stay positive sometimes, you know, and that affects people deeply, you know, and for me specifically, like I've been dealing with anxiety real bad for the last couple of years. And I know a lot of other people have as well. Um, and it, it makes it hard to have like an optimistic perspective on life, let's say. Um, so that's something that I'm trying to work on really hard. And I'm sure most people are, you know, like constantly trying to, fight between optimism and pessimism and stuff like that and so um yeah i want to hear your guys thoughts on it um wh what's your outlook on life and maybe why uh why you live that way we'll start with connor because i know connor's the happiest of the bunch so <laughs> 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 let's hear what you have to say there bud yeah well, it's kind of tough to get into when you speak so generally but i mean <laughs> like the easiest way of looking at it is there's yeah there's essentially two like going back to like the most basic thing glass half full glass glass half empty type of vibe 
like you just gotta look at everything and 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 through like a, a pane of glass where you're like okay well with the rain what is it with the rose colored glasses or whatever right, right? right, right. like Obviously, there's going to be, like, bad, bad times, bad days or whatever, but you just got to look at that bad day and be like, well, what went right through it? And then, you know, that's that's the best thing. And the whole thing about, I guess, why I'm, I'm, I'm happy most of the time and why everyone thinks I'm the happiest person ever is just because, you know, like, what's the what's the point of being uh, upset? Like, nothing's yeah. good. Gonna, nothing good is going to happen from it. If you're upset, it's going to affect the people around you and they're going to be upset. But if you can try and stay happy and be happy, um, yeah. it's going to make the people around you happier. And even if you, if you can't, can't be happy all the time, just fake it till you make it. Well, how do you summon that willpower? That's my <laughs> no, question. Yeah, like, like Connor, that I, is a, I, I get that... what you're saying, but how do you, how do you, how do you like, that is an incredibly, that? that is an incredible optimistic and positive outlook, Connor. And I have to, commend you wholeheartedly that you've been able to maintain that position because that that like cam saying that that takes a lot of willpower that's really hard to you know kind of stay in that mindset yeah well if i can make if i can make somebody else happy and see a smile on their face because of you know something i said something i done or just an interaction with them then that makes me happy um so you're a very empathetic you know, person. Happiness, oh, yeah. the true goal of life. But that's another question. Uh, well, okay. I think I think if you live a like, if I look back on my life and you know look through everything, I'd be like, yeah, I lived a happy life. Like, you know, again, there's gonna be bad days, but if I can look back and say like, I'm eighty percent good, good days. I'm chilling so far. So far, I'm a little more than eighty percent good days. But I mean, I, I'll be honest with you, I haven't really had to deal with a whole lot of like. Uh, struggle through my whole life so maybe that's part of it like ignorance is bliss a little bit but true you know uh phil let's let's go to phil why don't we ask our guest here get some insight from nate dog after phil yeah i was was coming to him i was coming to (laughs) him yeah i mean phil you can go ahead first i don't mind i love Um, listening so i'll speak a bit on um my kind of mindset or what i wish my mindset to be in the future and um uh, I just wanted to ask uh, Connor a quick question after I finished my spiel. So I've been thinking and uh, a lot about this topic um, before we were going to have it on the podcast. And I came up with this great quote. It is failure is the closest path to success. Meaning that nice. um, if you're failure you should see as a learning experience and every pit that you fall into basically gives you the tools to dig out of it. Mm -hmm. Um, So um, some people, well, like I've been using this in my own life, um, kind of having these small successes and these small accomplishments. And it's kind of like, sustain me through like day-to-day life so um i've started to make my bed every day so that even before i have my first coffee of the day i've already accomplished something that day right so the rest of the day is going to be a cakewalk it's like what we talked about it's like what we talked about before of like grabbing responsibility Mm -hmm. that's right that's right and starting your day with the win is so much better yeah. than 
uh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna leave it. I'm not gonna do my laundry. Uh, I'm just gonna be a loser, you know, like, mm-hmm. and I've also started to uh, become more health conscious and something that um, I've taken advantage of is intermittent fasting. Um, nice. That has, oh, yes, absolutely. Same not here, only, bro. not only mm-hmm. is it um, a convenience thing. I don't have to worry about making breakfast. I can roll out of bed, hop in the shower, go to work. I don't have to worry about it until lunchtime, right? It's a convenience factor, but I found that my energy levels have plateaued. Mm-hmm. I don't have the carb crash at 8 a.m. Like after I've had my bagel or something, you know, I've just, I've sustained a permanent, a level of mm-hmm. energy. And I think that coupled with, um, just working out and having those small accomplishments each day is really positively affecting my mindset. And with yeah. that, I'll, uh, I'll you back and throw it over to Nate. Yeah. So, I mean, I would definitely agree with Phil, you know, where he was saying like, you know, you get knocked down, you get back up again. Um, At the end of the day, we're starting to see, especially with COVID uh, in our generation, there's a lot of people our age who just like, who are forced to do things on their own Mm -hmm. and find the motivation on their own and pay their bills and get a job on their own. And during these times, I mean, it's hard enough to find a job as is. Um, Yeah. But even the mental factor alone, you know, like when you think about mindset, you have to be in the right mindset to live alone because there's responsibilities, Mm -hmm. especially, you know, you throw in, let's say, for example, you get a cat, you know, I got two, (laughs) I've got one, right. But these are these things, you know, like there's these responsibilities and this anxiety that gets built up on people at um, an age and at a time where, we're told that everybody can win and everybody can get a prize if they just try, right, you know, but right. sometimes people lose that uh, get knocked down, get back up again mentality when they're told their whole life that you can try and fail and that's cool. That's okay. Yeah. That but, you don't have to learn from it. But I grew up, you fail, like you get back up, you pick up your boots and you go, you know, yeah. like you got to keep moving forward. And if you don't, then you've basically admitted defeat uh, in your in your mind. And and you need to like you need to constantly try to get yourself out of that. So I think one thing that really helped me, especially during COVID, was just doing something new. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, I I would try to at least once a week to just, you know, even even if it was something as stupid as like a 25 minute drive in the middle of the night. Yep just get out of the house, do something. You know what I mean? I would drive to different places. I would drive to Stittsville, Orleans, just Quebec. Like it was weird. You know, I just, I would just drive, you know? Yeah. Cause I just, well, it's great. It's out. a great like thinking exercise. Well, one to calm yeah. you down, to get you out of your environment, but two yeah. to like think, to reflect. Um, I started listening to different music. Like I've been listening to what's called surf rock. It's like very like uh, cool, happy, fun type music. Um, nice. You know, you listen to that enough, you you involve yourself in that environment enough. It kind of makes you a fun, happy person. And um, right, you right. know, obviously the gym is huge. I'm glad that's mm-hmm. all back. We live in mm-hmm. Canada, for if anybody knows. So we <laughs> just got gyms back. Um, they've been, they've been <laughs> in lockdown for a while Crazy. now, but yeah, that's huge. But I mean, yeah, I mean, you just you just got to surround yourself around things that can make you positive yeah. and and for some people it's not enough to do it on their own but those who can i mean it's not an easy battle 
you know, I've dealt with it myself. So, yeah, for me, it's like a, like, it's like a daily struggle, you know, like, I know that I'm not like necessarily where I want it, where I want to be, but I also know that that's like, that's the point of life, you know, and like, we are here to learn every day and to grow as people. Um, It's just, I just find it so hard to like ground myself, you know, sometimes where it's like, there's so much going on in the world and you're constantly inundated with like bad news and shit going on. Um, But like, yeah, the biggest change because man, like I used to live my life. Like I did not care at all. Like I, I put it, this is how I put it to people. Like I used to live my life, not that I wanted to die, but I didn't care if I died, you know, that kind of reckless abandon where I did not give a fuck about anything, had no purpose, no meaning. And so it's like what you say, Phil, and, and the other guys alluded to of like, just trying to break things down at the level of like every day, what can I do to be a responsible person and to get myself some wins and to grow And so, yeah, you start with the day you fucking, you wake up, you make your bed, you get your shit done because when you put that off, like I used to put shit off, you know, schoolwork, housework, relationship work, personal work, all of it. And it just builds and builds and builds until you don't even know who you are anymore. You know, it's like debt. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And the stress that does to your body and mind when you break out of it, it's like, you see the, the, the sun shining, you know, you're like, mm-hmm. holy crap, what was I doing? So it is about taking responsibility, I think. And, and, you know, for me, it's hard for me to be optimistic all the time, but that's how I stay functioning is like, just try to break it down a little bit, you know, and, and be like, focus on yourself, you know, but it's hard, man. It is hard. <laughs> Ryan, so, I know so, you're dying to go. I just have a quick question for Nate, yeah, though, before, all, all if you good, don't mind. Ryan's like cool, twitching. Yeah, so Nate, <laughs> he's like, ah, <laughs> he's, he's waiting to go. But, uh, yo, Nate, so my question for you is, like, you talked about anxiety a lot. So my question is, like, you know, you talked about trying to experience new things. I don't know, like, the gym is really good for relieving anxiety and being active and going and doing stuff. But, you know, the lockdown definitely stopped a lot of things like that from happening. So, mm-hmm. like, how are you dealing with anxiety? You said trying new things, but what were the what were the success stories from trying new things that you found to be good other than surf rock? Um, I mean, definitely just going for those drives. I mean, those are things that I really didn't have anything to do. So those are like last resorts, uh, just getting out of the house. But realistically, I mean, um, going to play hockey. I played mm-hmm. hockey a lot. Um, just get out of the house. Uh, that was one thing that was good for me um something new i social creatures like we're meant to do (laughs) yeah exactly um i i did a bunch of these like little winter picnics i'd say with our friend group um uh just you know go to a fucking park and drink in the park and just jam out and hang out bring a boom box (laughs) yeah like the weirdest things you know (laughs) um yeah. At the end of the day, it, you, you just got to do something, something different, especially with COVID, you know, like, yeah, man, like, Sounds like, like changing your environment and just getting social. Then, eh? Exactly. I mean, right at on. the end of the day, like Cam said, we are social human beings. And when you pent yourself up in a box, like 
some people describe their bedrooms as prison cells sometimes because yeah. during, you know, COVID, especially for me when it was online school, it was wake up in my bedroom, eat probably eight times out of 10 in my bedroom, mm-hmm. do homework in my bedroom. I was in class in my bedroom. I was working out in my bedroom. Like it was. It, yeah, you it, go it crazy. Exhausting. Yeah, you go stir cabin crazy. Fever. Cabin fever. You know? Yeah, and then it's, it's so, uh, and then combined with all the like bad news, and yeah. like and financial stress, and and yeah. you got to get to work on time stress, and I have a, a homework assignment due in in three mm-hmm. days, and yeah, it, it's it's all these things, and I think the good thing about break. it, yeah, some people do break, which is really fucking sad, man. Like it really yeah. is. Like this COVID, like that's something that's gone not talked about enough. You know, I, I, that's sure. tragic to me, tragic, but. The good thing is that, look, like life is suffering and and we've just, we've been forged in fire now to some extent, right? Like our grandparents went to war and stuff and not, not equating this to that at all, but, but, you know, we need to go through struggle in life. And I think it's, it's going to be in the end, hopefully good for us, you know, like we've been through the crucible and, and now we grow from there. Like, like we've been talking about you, you, you get knocked down and we've been knocked down for a couple of years, but but we have to keep I'm, getting back up. I'm glad you brought that up, Cam, because coming at it from, from my perspective, this is a bit of a story time. So oh, the mindset that I got my, I, I got my robe on, I got my teeth. <laughs> the mindset that I'm in now, the mindset that I've achieved, I'm, I'm fairly pleased with, but I wasn't <laughs> always this way. It took, it took quite a journey to get to where I'm at now to, to, to achieve the headspace that I'm, I'm comfortable in. Mm-hmm. Um, back in high school, I started having seriously serious, like seriously harsh manifestations of anxiety, and they would result in actual physical manifestations. It's it started back in in grade nine, I had such bad anxiety attacks that I went to the hospital because I had like a resting heartbeat of like 110 beats per minute, just sitting there like I was literally vibrating. Jesus. And then it, it, it went away for a bit, but then it came back and it manifested even worse. I don't know if you guys remember this, but I, I forget which grade it was in, but for like a month and a half, I couldn't speak. I had like laryngitis, like I could not talk. And then when I finally started to be able to talk, I sounded like Batman. I don't know if you guys remember oh, that. Oh yeah, I do remember that. That was a manifestation of my anxiety, anxiety sickness. It wasn't until I was 17, 18, I actually got diagnosed with general anxiety. Um, and that really put me in a place where it was hard to just be in my own head and think. And I, I, so I kind of regressed into this little hermit person who kind of just stuck to himself because it was so hard just to get out of bed, just to do anything. And in my grades and stuff like that started to suffer. And I just, I couldn't get out of that mindset, but eventually I learned, you know, I tried therapy and stuff like that. And I no no knock to, to therapy. It did help in a lot of ways, but I eventually developed coping mechanisms of my own to reach a mindset that I'm, that has taken, it's still a struggle today, but has gotten me to a place now where I've achieved a skill that I think would be useful for everyone. And that is to compartmentalize. And Mm -hmm. what I mean by compartmentalize is I, my anxiety would manifest in ways where I would just worry about the stupidest things that are beyond my control. And I would get such bad sickness from it that I couldn't function right so I learned to teach myself that there is no point in worrying about something so obsessively that you can't control 
put it away in your mind until you can deal with it with the right tools and the right timing to mm -hmm. adequately respond to the issue that you're facing. So when, by the time COVID came around, when we were all locked in and people were starting to, to, to regress in the same way that I did when I was going through my anxiety, I actually found that I was pretty well-equipped to deal with that. And in fact, in some ways I thrived a lot in, in, during COVID and my grades rose because I was, I developed that level of, of compartmentalization that not everyone can, that not everyone has access to, you know, that mindset that allows you to put things away in your mind for a later date. And I'm not talking about denial because denial is, is not a good thing. Cause that, that, that goes hand in hand with procrastination and the, and the ideas that you guys were talking about that allows things to build up and eventually erupts in a volatile explosion. But I think compartmentalization is a really, really useful skill to achieve a mindset that brings about incredible productivity. It's kind of stoicism is kind of what yeah. you're preaching. Like, so, like, yeah. like so uh... I, I'm, I'm at the point now, like I, I would never claim to be that I'm the, the perfect example of how to compartmentalize. Cause I still struggle with all the same anxieties that, that any regular person experiences, but I I'm thankful that I went through that strife because now I have achieved an ability that has really helped me cope with, things beyond just anxiety yeah, yeah. i think uh, to your point ryan about like things out of your control like when i was a young age i used to do the same thing like i used to hyper fixate on things and my parents like when when i was young would always say like well what can you do to about it it's like well it's not in my control and it's like well why why are you worrying about things that aren't in your control exactly and eventually yeah. that, that became a mindset of mine as well was like <laughs> you can't control things that you know that you can things impact you but you can't always control what impacts you so you can't be worrying about things mm -hmm. that you have no control over and that really helps put things in a better like helps you put stay in a better mindset because there's a lot of things in your daily life that you have absolutely zero control over so there's no point in worrying about them because you can't control and if something happens then you just react to it but yeah. it can't be something that clouds clouds your day because once again you have zero control over what happens so don't worry mm -hmm. about it and yeah. it's, it's tough to wrap your head around, but if you think about it like that, like, you know, can I control this No. Okay. Then don't worry about it. But eventually that becomes like second nature. Yeah. Like, and uh, it's basically is stoicism. Like I'll give you a quote that basically sums that up is like Marcus Aurelius, the, the Roman emperor who basically founded the school of thought that we're all kind of touching the borders of, um said choose not to be harmed and you won't feel harmed don't feel harmed and you haven't been which is really deep when you deconstruct it because it goes back mm -hmm. to like free will what we were talking about earlier of like you don't choose what you want you don't choose how you react to certain things right but you can choose you can choose to some extent your emotional reaction so don't feel harmed and you haven't been and the stoics call it basically turning the obstacle upside down which is like sure there's a, a bad stimuli something bad happens to you but just depending on perspective just pure the way you look at things you can flip that into a source of good which is what we talked about like rising from your failures i mean is that bad yeah but turn the obstacle upside down it can be a new source of good if you just think about it like that you know yeah. which i think is just really powerful but hard to practice 
easy to preach, hard to practice. Oh yeah, for sure. And you know, for me, I think the first example where I actually put that to the test was near the end of 2019, I, I got really fed up with my, my state of health, like physical health. So I tried to attribute the things that I learned with dealing with, with, with achieving that mindset. And I was able to, you know, with, with a, you know, what Phil was talking about intermittent fasting and, and working out like Nate did, suggested, I was able to, you know, lose 45 pounds in like six months using those, those new skills that I achieved. So going through strife. Yeah, it sucks. I've been there and I know I'm going to have to go through some more in the, in, in the rest of my life, but you're going to be thankful for it in the end because you will have acquired some new level of you'll, you'll have acquired a new mindset and some new tools to deal with similar issues that you might face in the future. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. you yep. said it, like, you're going to deal with it later. You're going to always deal with it. So like mm -hmm. if something fucks with you, like what's the I really need to practice what I'm preaching here but what's the what's the use of getting so upset and and disjointed over it like yep it's so ephemeral like you're going mm -hmm. to you're going to experience it tomorrow and the next day and until you die and and so why waste your energy and your mental health dealing with that you know? well so get, get getting back into that I think the reason why we get anger angry about those things is because it feels good to get angry you know what I mean <laughs> you're, you're you're exercising Here we go again. That, you're exercising that you're exercising that rage you're essentially blowing off steam right like Ryan's so a, a Sith Lord one of you yo I gotta I am. Sorry, sorry to take away your thunder here I am but Nate, you did, I don't remember what it's called, but it was like the 45 day challenge, right? Right. Where you did like workout and then read a book or like read part of a book or whatever. And yeah. You... So no fab. No, okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> no so that was like a TikTok thing. It was like a 90 days hard. Now I put it into uh, a realistic um, uh, 90 days hard. Uh, I did work out every day. Uh, I didn't quit drinking. I wasn't on a strict meal plan. I basically mm -hmm. lived my ordinary lifestyle, but I tried to do like something every single day that was like, you know, at least learning something new. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. For a good little bit, I was coming home from work every other odd day and I was just playing Guitar Hero for about a half an hour to an hour because I really wanted to get good at Guitar Hero. And I, up, I love guitar hero man and i ended up getting good well i never played the games that my my buddies have like they played like smash bros as kids i never did so that was one thing i also tried to get good at you know i was trying to get good at other things whether it was like because i know the the 90 days hard challenge is strictly reading a book but i tried to put it in realistic terms like i'm not the biggest reader i do mm. like to read but not books i think i i haven't really touch that avenue yet i'm thinking one baby step at a time but right yeah. now you know i'm kind of i was just i think for me what really helped was doing things alone like uh you know i tried to counteract it by doing positive things by myself like i would just go downtown uh like one time for the freedom convoy i think i skated the canal like eight times by myself nice. like just wanted to do like getting comfortable with being alone again, because I, right. I surrounded myself with so many people and friends and family. And, uh, and I was just like, you know, if I'm going to be alone for a long time, I may as well get used to it. So to yeah. wrap that back to life thing about anger and stuff like that, when you were doing these new things and like, you know, getting like almost familiar with yourself again and getting in touch with like, just being alone and, and figuring out who you are inside. Would, did, did, would you say like that took away from like, 
those like being angry and stuff did you see like you're like more content and like happy in your day-to-day because you were like finding out more about yourself like what you're good at or like you know getting better at other things you're like wow like i'm i'm good at smash bros now or whatever you know like will you find like more happiness and and bettering yourself i was asking nate when he was doing his 90 day hard oh 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 yeah okay yeah sorry i i heard ryan so that was my bad but um uh, at the end of the day yeah i think mind body soul really does speak a lot of languages um you know i didn't really i i you you hear all these cliche motivational things and you kind of chuckle it to the side or you giggle at it or be like you know i don't need that kind of stuff but Mm -hmm. you know some of some of those little motivational quotes actually really did help for a long time like i was putting some Mm -hmm. of them on my lock screen so every single day i would look at something motivational you know yeah that's what my mom tries to get me to do is she gave me this magnet with this quote about like starting every day fresh which is really something i'm trying to get is like wipe the slate clean there's no reason why the pains of yesterday need to come into today well Mm -hmm. if you think about mind body and soul like if you want to actually talk about pure happiness like it's got to be all three of them you know yeah um you got to be true like you got to be able to look at yourself in the mirror and like actually be happy in order to say that you've achieved true happiness and that's it's hard to come by but it's doable for every human every day i mean Mm -hmm. i wouldn't say i'm anywhere near it i'm not preaching like i am that guy you know that's or striving for time yeah everybody is you know you can always be a better version of yourself yeah i I guess that's that's what life is is just a constant quest to to and and know yourself all all of these things were forgotten until covid really hit it was like a huge like holy shit moment for oh sorry for my language but no no we swear we swear all (laughs) it was a huge holy shit moment for a bunch of people our age you know like um, yeah there was there was a large population or not population but a large uh, rate of suicide too in our age yeah Um, yeah you know it it, it got hard for a lot of people and uh some of those people relied on going to the bars on thursday nights or saturday nights with their friends to get that social uh, aspect of their life out of the way but man like it was it was a tough time for for myself and uh maybe for you know a lot of your listeners too yeah and you know uh, for a lot of people that sense of body mind and soul comes comes to fruition in in the the sort of projects they work on specifically you know like small businesses a lot of people they pour their body mind and soul into those things and when the pandemic came around and all of a sudden they can't they can't exercise that that uh, manifestation of their body, mind, and soul, it completely tears them down. And mm-hmm. that, that contributes to that deterioration of mental health and heading towards suicide. Like that doesn't get talked about a lot. And it's, it's really, really, it's really unfortunate, like to, for lack of a better word. Yeah. Here, here's yeah. a, here's an idea. Okay. If somebody is struggling with, you know, their worldview they're just down in the dumps they're anxious they're depressed um you know things that we've been alluding to things that i think we've all dealt with to some extent um what i want you guys to give me each like one your biggest key piece of advice what would you say to that person number one thing phil um if they're struggling and trying to like become a better person coming out of this pandemic i would say that yeah we're gonna run out of time okay no 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 we have four minutes if yeah yeah, we're good we're good we're good you should try to instead of thinking of it um life as something happening to happening to you you should be the person have 
happening to something else. Right. That's what I think. Like the something happening to you is a provocation for you to then take action. Like the universe has given you a sign. Okay, this is what's happening. You're in debt. You're this, you're that. That's a sign for you to really take action and take control of your life. Yeah, sweet. Uh, I think a big thing for everybody is they look at a problem and they take it as a one giant thing to do. Um, and that can really weigh down somebody like, for instance, again, like a, a midterm or like a final project you have to do. You're like, oh, my God, I have to do 30 pages. But if you take it down to one task, all right, let's get first page done. You get the first page done in like 15 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, OK, that wasn't bad. And then you do page number two. Um, that's, you know, just breaking down those big things into small things is a big one. But another thing that I, that I was told at a young age is like, give it a 24 hour rule. If something upsets you, just forget about it and think about it tomorrow. If, and it's, and if it still upsets you, then you can address it. But if you look at it tomorrow and you're like, well, maybe I was just overreacting because motion plays a lot in people's lives. So yeah. give it a 24 hour rule. If it's that important, come back to it. But if it didn't, if it didn't mean anything after the next day, yeah, I'd probably leave it and try and go to bed happy. Like I know it's it's easier said than done, but if you can go to bed happy, you'll wake up happier too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ryan and Nate, lightning round here. Just uh, we got a couple minutes left. So, okay, what would I'll your really piece quick. of advice be? My piece of advice is identify and then accept what is bothering you, and then once you have achieved that it is on you to try and figure out how you will best approach moving on with your life so that it doesn't hamper you for the rest of your life. Because at the end of the day, only you can, can walk yourself out of that horrible situation that you find yourself in. And if someone could help you get you get out of there, they would, but it really does come down to you. Believe, believe that you can acquire the tools to achieve the end result that you want. Nice. Nate dog. Nate dog. Uh, get off your phone. Yes. If you find find yourself coming home from work and spending two to three hours on your phone, catching up on YouTube and Instagram and TikTok and Snapchat, you can achieve so much by taking those three hours and doing three one hour activities to better your life. I guarantee you. Yeah. I love that. You get home, you get home, you clean for 30 minutes. uh, You take a shower. Boom. There you go. There's one hour. Now Mm -hmm. you go to the gym. Boom. There's another hour. You have another hour to do something, do whatever the hell you want. Now you can do TikTok if you want, or you can choose to do something else. You know, your yeah. phone distracts you a lot in life. Yeah. yeah. Social media is also a lie. Like people try and boost their life to be better yeah. than it Okay, actually we have is. a we have a minute left. Uh maybe Anyways. we can talk about socials next time. And my piece of advice would be just um I'll keep it short here, but when everything's going on, just remember to be grateful for the, for the things that we do have. Um, you know, we're blessed to live on this earth in many ways some people are more fortunate than others but we're all blessed so remember that and uh, maybe we'll talk about social media there next episode Mm -hmm. because that's a good topic uh, yeah all right everybody take care brush your hair make sure to like comment subscribe dm us if you guys have anything you want us to talk about as as we discussed last week we do actually answer and listen to those so once again have a good one take care brush your hair